San Antonio Soccer Roundtable and San Antonio FC FanCast are proud to present Quick Kicks, your daily news and notes about USL, SAFC, and local San Antonio soccer. Good morning. Welcome to Quick Kicks for the January 23rd. My name is Harry Austin, as always. Uh, today's going to be a little bit interesting. Uh, we got some news that it starts out with kind of a negative tone and if you're a San Antonio fan well then it probably be a negative tone but uh, as always quick kicks is brought to you by San Antonio FC fancast and uh, SA soccer roundtable uh, let's get to the news uh, so we're gonna start out um, in League one actually uh, t- today uh, for that here so uh, According to uh, WBIR.com, uh, 10 News, um, I'm assuming this is out of Knoxville, uh, One Knox SC head coach Mark McKeever investigated claims of verbal bullying and physical misconduct uh, sustain, uh, sustained. Uh, several players told WBIR the specific instances that led to an investigation this past fall done by a third-party law firm through the United Soccer League. Um, not a good look. And so far, uh, One Knox has not made a coaching change and neither, and, or at least reportedly, there has not been any discipline by USL HQ uh, for that here. And the author of this was uh, Karthik uh, Benkerman, and I'm sorry if I mispronounced your names here. Uh, tier one physical uh, misconduct is the lowest terms in terms of severity. Five players who didn't want to reveal their identity said it happened during halftime on a game on April 21st against South Georgia. Uh, players said Mark, uh, you know, McKeever charged the player and forcefully bumped into him. The two were separated by players and coaches. Uh, the verbal bullying, it was a tier two, which is middle tier severity. Uh, the USL told WBR that it's being in did here uh, happened multiple times. Um, several players said McKeever would often berate players, many to the point when the coach launched verbal jabs during a fill set, uh, session about fixing his hair, telling him he'd rather have a 15-year-old amateur in the player's place, calling the player a liability team, and saying all the player cared about was himself. I'm just going to say this here. I don't know the specific. This is all alleged, alleged, but uh, this was reportings done firsthand and through a third-party law firm. If you're USL HQ, if you're one Knox, how do you still have this guy as your coach? Um, I know I don't normally give commentary on this here. I'm not, I don't do a League One show, so this is probably the only time we may discuss it you know, uh, on our show, on, uh, on a SA fan cast, just because it is a major topic. It's not a good look for USLHQ. It's not a good look for USL League One. And it's definitely not a good look uh, for One Knox SC. So hopefully uh, they will, they'll, they'll do something uh, for that here. And hopefully they have, and it's just not reported. But uh, to me, uh, not something that, from a league standpoint and from somebody that has a club in, in USL. Um, and to be honest with you, whether it's MLS, I know MLS just had one with Sporting Kansas City where they signed a technical director that uh, through the Yates report and, and um, that was found to have 
turned a blind eye to abuse and um, uh, did not do a damn thing about it. Uh, we, you know, got hired by Sporting Kansas City and then, you know, due to pressure from fan base, uh, was let go, uh, which is the right thing to do. So this is something that we do need to stop uh, for out here. Moving on, though, uh, other League uh, One news here. Big League One that uh, Lexington uh, signs. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Lexington STSC signs former USL uh, championship Blue City forward. Uh, 31-year-old Cameron Lacaster. He's you know two-time champion, golden boot winner, uh, all-time leading goal scorer for Louisville, uh, FC, you know, Louisville City. You know, what can you say? He's he's a, he's a star, and um, like I said, Lexington got a good one with Coach Powell. Speaking of Louisville City, they also announced the retirement of Paulo Del Pico, uh, long longtime captain. However, he will remain uh, with Louisville City as part of the academy as a full time staff member and also assist the first team. Uh, you got to give credit to Louisville City. Um, you know they let you know they keep their players. Uh, they develop in the community, and then they stay with them when they do retire. So hats off to Lou City for doing things right. Um, moving on next, uh, we have Birmingham Legion uh, that received a loan from a Sporting, or not sporting uh, St. Louis City FC. Uh, Miguel Perez, who is a U.S. Uh, youth national team midfielder on loan. Um, he's 18-year-olds, had 15 appearances uh, in MLS last year. Uh, first time homegrown home home goal scorer in city SC history. Uh, from all reports from you know listening to St. Louis City's podcast and stuff, he's, he's going to be a special one. Um, don't forget, St. Louis City had Sam and Dinner on loan to uh, SAFC last year uh, at the start of the season, got seasoned up, and then you know uh, due to injuries, he came back and excelled through the hair. So I think St. Louis City. Having those USL roots knows the value of playing in USL. Um, moving on to another Eastern team, uh, Pittsburgh Riverhounds announced two goalkeepers. The first one, uh, veteran uh, Eric Dick, uh, who has uh, came from Minnesota United but has experience with Phoenix Rising, Tulsa, or FC Tulsa, and Indy 11 in USL Championship. Uh, like I said here, solid goalkeeper, 29 years old uh, for that here. On the flip side here, uh, they signed uh, also a Jacob Randolph, who comes uh, from uh, UNC Wilmington. So it's his first contract here. So um, obviously you expect uh, uh, Eric Dick to start and Jacob Randolph to uh, be the backup, at least for year one. Uh, moving on to Indy 11, <clears throat> they resigned Douglas Martinez. Uh, the versatile hunter and striker had four goals, three assists for Indy 11 in 2023, where Indy 11 looked to you know, struggled a little bit. So it'll be kind of interesting how he does because he has excelled in the past, um, you know, having previously completed for Red Bulls 2, Real Monarchs, where he won the title and, and probably had his best year, Loyal, and then uh, Sac Republic uh, for that here. So a veteran uh, when it comes to that. So if you're a San Antonio FC fan and uh, Tampa Bay Rowdies fans, you're going to view this news completely different. Uh, but let's start with the Tampa Bay uh, side here. They acquire goalkeeper Jordan Farr from San Antonio FC, <clears throat> 2022 Championship Goalkeeper of the Year, uh, two seasons uh, in San Antonio FC and one playoff, emergency playoff appearance. Uh, you know, you know, say here for an undisclosed fee. 
Um, from Tampa side, it's 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 an outstanding move. Um, you got to give all credit to Jordan uh, when he has a great defense in front of him, which Tampa historically does. He excels, and then you know to you know to me and and looks like I'll move this over to uh, San Antonio FC. So part of the San Antonio FC news, <clears throat> the only news yesterday, and it was the only news that could be because. Sorry for Miss Hobbs, the new social media co uh, coordinator for San Antonio FC, because it had to be a rough day. Um, SAFC transfers goalkeeper Jordan Farr to Tampa Bay Rowdies for an undisclosed fee. And this picture right here um, says everything about Jordan Farr and San Antonio FC. Um, we can talk about his play on the field. Uh, 2022 had one of probably the greatest years as a goalie. 2023, not as good a defense, suffered a little bit more. And like I said, here on SAFC FanCast coming up this Sunday, we'll probably go into that a little bit more um, as far as through there. But off the field, Jordan Farr, the fan interactions, the flips, the personality, the commercials, uh, just the tier one human, you know, probably one of the goats as far as players on here. And I challenge anybody to name another player from San Antonio FC that was this involved with the fans that even the club highlighted, you know, on, on the thank you message here um, from somebody that, you know, that's, that's talked to Jordan Farr that, you know, he's interacted with my friends. Uh, do want to, do want to thank you for uh, your time in, in San Antonio. Um, and, and, as Matt Gummis says, it still hurts. It's going to hurt. Um, I've, I've, I put it out there, to, and, and I'll go into more detail on the fan cast. There's, there's a whole huge bullseye on Coach Marcina, because uh, let's be honest, when you know, there, there's been rumors that uh, Jordan Farr fell out of favor, uh, I don't know the reason. Um, you look at the numbers and kind of, kind of, you know, it tells a story but the whole team has a story to tell when it comes to the numbers. Uh, but just from a fan fan perspective, compared to what we talked about earlier with Louisville City, it's it's San Antonio FC, you know, this season is having a turnover from its 2022. They ran it back in 2023, came up short. You're seeing changes. So gone from San Antonio FC, Dylan Garcia, and far and Maloney retired, which I think is a little bit different on that here. But you've lost four veteran leaderships, uh, four key players in the SAFC community. Pressure's on. Uh, you know, I hate to say it, uh, uh, you know, uh, Coach Marcina. Uh, pressure is on. And like I said, here's an SAFC fan. I hope you can deliver. But um, losing Jordan Far, and I know I'm not supposed to go over ten minutes, and I have. Uh, but this is big news. It's in, in like I said here for Tampa, they got you know, a good goalkeeper, maybe even a great goalkeeper, but an awesome human being. Uh, I don't think anybody in Tampa, uh, I think Tampa sees, hey, what has he done on the field? But what he did off the field is even more important and, and more important and, and will prove to be more valuable um, at the end. Um, so sorry for the long rant. Um, on here, but like I said here, it's something that we kind of expected uh, for us that follow SAFC and, and kind of uh, have a sense of 
you know, some, some of some of the locker room stuff, not all of it, but just some. Uh, we had a feeling that this was happening. Still sucks, uh, but hope everybody has a great day. And we'll be back tomorrow morning uh, to see what kind of news that happens today. Uh, thank you for tuning in and have a great day.